Figuring out a way to win. Um, you know, a lot of that's what we've been talking about is the details, is the execution, taking care of the ball. That's the number one thing. You know, I feel like if we just don't have turnovers, we got a good shot of winning the game. And then, but it starts with taking care of the ball and not giving them short fields, not giving them momentum, all those things. I think that's where you start. And then from there, it's just honing in on all the details of the plan so that you can do all those things. Our goals are still right in front of us. And we have to eliminate some of that stuff that I mentioned. Um, and, and get back to figuring out and finding a way just just to win a game and I don't think you have to necessarily make that big spark change in order to do that 1010XL 92.5 FM presents Jaguars Today with your hosts Mike Dempsey Tony Smith Tom McManus and oh my Dylan Denmark. All right, it's Friday. We made it. Keys to victory Friday. We need to get off this damn losing streak around these parts, man. Welcome into Jaguars today, everybody. Fat Tony, how are you? Doing well. (laughs) Um, Do you even look at our consolation bracket map? I probably set my lineup. Like, you know what I'll do in a fantasy league when I'm eliminated? I'm not going to hit the waiver wire in that first run. You know what I mean? I'll leave it to the... Whoever's still competing. The guys like yeah. McManus. We, and did we camp. win or are we going into the championship? You're in the championship, championship round. Yes. Y'all beat week. me last week. Yes, yes, that's correct. Yes. Way and to go, boards. My team was too uh, <laughs> afraid of you to make it to the championship. Way to I go, GM. Fan camp. He does it all. I'm just the face. I got to admit. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> well, he does, but he does keep me informed. Every week he sends me a text. We got this. We got, we got this tonight. Playing tonight, we're going against so and so. So he keeps me up to date. All right, yeah, it, it's great. You're right there. Uh, it, I think playing, <laughs> admittedly, better than uh, a guy's name, uh, Satchel. Um, okay, Kamish of Duval is his team. Oh, okay. Beat my tail last week. Oh, I mean, that was one of the, I did. I could have come on. You could have given me like Gabe Davis and a couple mm-hmm. other guys for free and just added them to my score. Wouldn't have mattered. Right, right. Wouldn't have mattered. It's one of those. I don't. Those are the ones that don't concern me at all. Tony will tell you. I'll remember. I remember one. Tony and I were in a league together years ago, yeah. and I didn't play Percy Harvin because he was questionable on Sunday Night Football. Right, and he went for like twenty points, Ooh. and I like lost. Nine. And if I'd played Percy, right, but you know, I'm very. I try to be super conservative. I because the last thing you want is guy getting a zero. Yep. You know, if he's right. hurt. I got gotcha. you. You know, I got gotcha. you. Yeah, yeah, you're there. Great, You've made it. Awesome, congratulations, like made it. You certainly did. Tommy. Not yet. Got to win the. You got to win the, the uh, whole thing. Right. Well, you made it to the championship. In it to win it, Mike. That's right. You're in it to win well, it. Well, if you want that invite for next year, that's you right. better win it. That's All right, right. <laughs> Freddie T. Yesterday, by the way, uh, yes. congrats to him again. But oh yeah, Fred mentioned when I talked to him, he's like, yeah, really, uh, got to drop the ball in your fantasy league this year. I'll do better next year. I guess Fred assumes we're going to invite him back, Tony. <laughs> <laughs> Who's he think he is? He, he thinks he's all a fake finalist for the whole like, thing. What does that mean? Uh, Come on. It's got nothing to do with fantasy. What about your former teammate, Tommy? Fantastic. Uh, it's about time. He's, you know, look, I always went back to the stat that 4.6 number per carry. It's like him and Barry. And one other guy over twenty five hundred carries. Jamal Charles has. Yeah, you know, I don't know how what number. He had of carries to have twenty five hundred yeah. carries, yeah, gotcha. and there's only like two or three guys in the history of the game. And Freddie was one of them. And I mean, I had a first, Jim you know, Brown, first uh, front row seat. Yeah, I think it was Jim Brown. Good call. Um, but I had front row seat for that. I mean, I his first run. I mean, boom, zip, zoom, fifty two yards against the Ravens, touchdown. We were like, oh, 
He's a, <laughs> holy cow, what a weapon we have now to mm-hmm. add to the arsenal that we already have. You know, we're a pretty good team coming yeah, off we 90, got this. 97. We're, you know, we went, uh, where'd we go? We went to the division. I was hurt that year. We went to the divisional playoff round. We went 11 and 5. We're a pretty decent team. And then you had Freddie T and Double D. Let's not forget him in that first round either. But uh, yeah, Freddie was special from the get go. You know, it's funny. He, he met my oldest daughter, Avery, at the. Uh, Jack's U.S. Uh, the you know the soccer uh, kickoff that that he's yeah. a part of, and he was telling her he's like you know your uh, your dad and and Boyer used to rough me up you know early and made me a better player. They kind of bullied me, and, and I'm like you know he always says that. <laughs> Even I texted him yesterday because I was like, hey man, congrats, well deserved. He's like man, I you really made me better. I was like, what are you talking about? You were great the second you walked in the door. We were just messing around. I think for crying out loud, but uh, he's special, man, and and uh, not only that, he's he's just he's he's just great people. You know what I mean? He is a humble, um, hardworking, good man. You know, when he walks into the room, he's got a lot of respect, not just for what he did on the field, but who he is as a person and and what he stands for. So, all right, yeah. so let's put you on the spot. Uh, yeah. We asked yesterday in oh. honor of Fred, who's okay. great, who's the greatest Jaguar player of all time. Wow. I mean, you know the candidates. I don't need to yeah. give them to you. I mean, let's say, can I put it a different way? Like, no. Do whatever you like. So, no, I did. <laughs> <laughs> he doesn't even want me in. No, no, I can't. Well, like, however, I, I want to do want. it like, because who? It's, it's Jimmy, it's Freddie, and it's it's Tony. Right. And right. that was our poll right. yesterday. So, who, who would you miss the least if you didn't have them? Is it your left tackle who shuts everybody down? Is it Smooth who takes it to the house? Or is it the weapon in Fred Taylor? You know what I mean? Like, who would you pick? I the greatest. It's I. I don't know. I think it's it's got to be Freddie T in in a close race, but it's got to be Fred. I mean, he was. Um, I think it goes beyond the numbers too, and the the accolades. I think yeah. you know just what he means. To, like Tony's loved among the fan base. Don't I don't want this to be interpreted wrong. Fred is like the most beloved former yeah, player here. I think. I so. think it, well, he's a Gator too, so that probably yeah, helps. Some you know? of that, but I mean, look, I'm, I'm yeah. not a Gator fan. I love Freddie T, man. No, I know. You know, no, and every everybody loves Freddie T, but everyone loves Tony and Jay Smooth. I mean, look, sure, they, they all they all were fantastic, uh, best at their position during their time, without question, or one of the best uh, during their their reign and even beyond that. So. Uh, but I'd have to go with Fred. I mean, his his blend of I mean, I, I hit him in practice, and and now, granted, it was never full speed, but I'm telling, it was like a brick wall, <laughs> and I hit a lot of you know running backs in my time, and and big running backs, you know, Bettis was big, but he was fluffy, but he, <laughs> but he was powerful, he was powerful. I mean, right. he'd run your ass over, but, but you had a cushion. Was flu- yeah, there was a, a little layer, cushion. A yeah, cushion. Fred, it was like rock. You know, like you're running into granite, and then he rips off, you know, a four three, and you're like, "Whoa!" I used to before <laughs> practice or during practice, we always had to have one on ones, and I always wanted to go first because Fred went first, and I figured let's just get it out of the way, and then I'm pretty much done for this this drill. Yeah, because and he most likely probably took it easy on me, just doing out route. I'd still be behind him, but wouldn't be as bad as shaking me in my <laughs> shoes, falling on my face. But uh, yeah, he was he was quite right from the get go, you know. And you think back, I think we talked about it a week or so ago, his rookie year, the seventeen, t- and he didn't make the Pro Bowl. The 
That was just what an insane year as a rookie. Did he make rookie of the year? Uh, Who was Randy, Randy Moss? Randy Moss. Right. Yeah. I mean, you know, that was Fred's yeah. lot in yeah. his career. Well, Tom. Randy was special. I, I went back once wow. and I looked at all the years where Fred put up big numbers that yeah. didn't make the Pro Bowl. And the guys that did make the Pro Bowl, They're I mean. really good well, players. Yeah, like Sean Alexander. Yeah. This was what. When he was scoring Seattle was in the AFC, yeah. right? Yeah. I mean, so right. he right. was winning league MVP, mm-hmm. right? Priest Holmes was out yeah, there Priest putting up beast. ridiculous numbers. Yeah. And Jamal Lewis was a 2,000-yard rusher. And you can, I mean, every yeah. year it just was one of those deals. But right. collectively throughout. Anyway, we you know, we all love Fred. Oh, yeah. We hope for the best. I'm He's so the only glad running he's running back there. on he, the, the ballot. Now he deserves to be in the hall. That At Absolutely. the end of the day, he deserves to be in the Hall of Fame. And, and, and that stat, for me, that's the number one stat. You know, the per yardage, per carry over a course of 2,500 carries, which is a ton of carries. Well, and I'll say that, to be fair, and I told and he got hurt. I'll tell him In the Fred middle this. of his prime. Fred, you know, gets knocked for not having as many touchdowns because they got pulled at the goal line, right? Yep. But that also helps your yards per carry yeah, average, right, right, right? So right. There, there is some benefit so, yep. to that when yep. you look at the number. Maybe the number would be 4.3, right. and he'd have 20 more think, touchdowns. Who think knows? about if Freddie T didn't get that, that groin injury. That was a nasty injury. It pulled from his bone. I mean, right. the, the tendon. And, and ripped Tom from Coughlin. His uh, I know, kept putting him on. It's questionable. questionable. I know, I know. When it was totally detached. Right. And then and then he he comes back, and he wasn't the same right away. He was kind of hopping in the backfield, trying to, and it's tough. I, I never had, I mean, I had an ACL, the foot injury I never came back from. But the ACL, it, it takes a while to get you, you know. The mental get, side. Yeah, it's all, but, but just think of that time frame of how many games is that. 15, 18, you know what I'm saying? From being hurt, getting his groove back. Then he got his groove back, and then he had a, a few more explosive years or a couple more. You know yeah. what I'm saying? Like, no, no what, doubt. If that, what if that doesn't happen? You know, he's already in is the, the answer. You know what I mean? He, he would have, he'd be in already. Likely. Yeah. But who you knows? would think. Like, as long as he gets in, yeah. you know, and gets in at a young enough age to enjoy it, right? I mean, yeah. some of these guys wait, wait, wait for decades. Yeah. And, uh, you know, and then they finally get to enjoy it. And then, you know, like Jerry Kramer is a guy that we've been interviewing right. where yeah, we did for years yeah. here, and he finally yeah. got in yeah, right. you know, on the Veterans Committee. But yep. was his resume any better, you know, three decades right. later? It just – it's right. just the way it goes sometimes with some of these yeah. guys. So, it must be fun to run a 4-3 at 235. <laughs> at any size. I mean, at any yeah. – yeah, right, at any size. I mean, come on. Yeah. Um, <laughs> 55% basically voted for Fred yesterday. And uh, part of that is – you know, he's the man of the moment as well, yeah. uh, probably. But 29% went Pacelli, uh, 13 with Jimmy, and 32 said someone else. I don't even want to get into that aspect of it. Yeah. Uh, although I did get a, a one vote for Tony Bracken. So, I, like, I get it. If you want to say who he's the best defensive player, he's clearly the yeah. number one. It's hard to decide between the offensive players, what have you. Yeah. You know, it would be – I mean, probably don't, we can't do it today, but it would be kind of cool to go – like, so the era that we're talking about is the original era. Yeah. What about – after that, who are, you know, MJD, obviously, you can't deny his success as a back, you know, like who are, maybe not Hall of Fame, but who are the MJ, greatest. MJD would be, I think, in the mm-hmm. post guys who played in the 90s, you yeah. know, yeah. Uh, would definitely. Calais Campbell's going to have a real argument Calais. for the Hall. Yeah. It for was short yeah. here. Yeah. 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 Right. But if you're talking about who's the greatest Jaguar, right. Calais only was here for a few years. Three years, sure. you yeah. know. Um, but, 
you know, yeah. pretty damn. I mean, Josh Allen, we're all hoping he maybe about halfway through his time here. Yeah, right. No Who doubt. knows where that's going to no end doubt. up? Oh, well, you know, absolutely. Yeah. Hope that's yep. the case. And uh, hope he has many more seasons like the one he's having right now. Yep. And uh, hopefully – he gets three sacks Sunday. Gets a few on Sunday, I right? Think he I might. Mean, let's get after Bryce Young and try to turn this thing around, Tommy. Yeah. What is your sense, all right, of what they should do? Knowing that you're not a doctor, you're not treating Trevor Lawrence, but here's a second week <laughs> right. without practicing, basically, right? I mean, he did yep. get through the walkthrough day on on last Friday, but was supposed to practice in a limited fashion yesterday and didn't. Yep. Um. What do you do with a guy who's got a throwing shoulder issue? Do you yeah. think we'll see C.J. Beathard start this game? I, and as I, Doug said, by the right. way, whoever we go with, it's not like short leash. It's all in on Trevor or all in on C.J. No, right. It's going to be the approach. Yeah, I, I would go back to just, hey, if he's medically cleared and he feels like he's ready to go and he can throw, like without any kind of hitch or, you know, not as much velocity or anything like, you know what I mean? He's got to be, but I'd, I'd, I'd let him go. He's the guy. He's our man. He I wants to finish. I know, you know, you could be be like, well, you could sit him maybe. And I'm I'm okay with Bethard. I think Bethard can run the offense. That's I think part of the, uh, the question is from the medical people, how much would a week off help him, right? Like, is, is it going to be a dramatic difference in the health of the shoulder, like where he'd be that much better yeah. against Tennessee, or is it going to be basically the same regardless? Yeah. I mean, look, how how many times is he going to get hit against Tennessee? I mean, you know what I mean? He, he's he's always – everyone – all those guys are one hit away from really But it's not just hurt. the hits. It's just the throw the yeah. aspect of throwing. I mean, you're it's a shoulder on your – If he can throw it with the velocity needed, I then he can play. And if they – I understand he can play, but I don't – don't you think part of the question is if we gave him a week off, would he be – like, if we played – the wear and tear of just throwing it 45 times, right? Forget getting hit. Yeah. Is going to put him here. Would he be significantly better off, you know, to where. Well, I mean, he hasn't really been playing that that well, you know. I understand I mean, that. Like, I'm not talking about how no, he's going to perform. I know, I'm talking I know what you're about saying. The, the shoulder the holding up. Yeah. I don't know. I, I Again, I would have. I can't. If I. It's all based on how he. Can throw the ball and how he feels throwing the ball, and if the medical team can clear him, I mean, I think you stick to your guns on that one, right? It was like with the with the head. What did we say with the head? Well, well if the medical clear but, says you're in, but that's a different like the, with the concussion. Either you're in the protocol or you're cleared the protocol. Yeah. With a shoulder, there's no like line where you go, okay, shoulders clear to play. It's more subjective here, I think, don't you? Well, and how he feels though, because if he woke up on Sunday, he's like, you know, I don't feel good. Well, he wouldn't have played or Saturday or of whatever. Course. You know what of I mean? Course. I don't know. I mean, look, man, you're, you're fighting for your life right now. You can win with CJ. Oh, Again, uh, it's all medical for me. If he can't go, then then he shouldn't I'm go. I'm not trying to, to pigeonhole you to say CJ's the better option. I'm just asking. No. Like, and you, I think that's something they have to take into consideration, uh, what the medical people think a week off would do for his recovery. Well, though, maybe they, that's part of the you know evaluation. I don't, I don't know. You know what I mean? But as far as this Sunday, if they clear him, uh, if he can make all the throws and he, it, he can do it, I don't know if he'll be pain-free. I doubt he's going to be pain-free anywhere. The guy's been hit all freaking year long. Um, I say go, finish this thing. This is your team. So everybody's hurt. I know other guys are hurt, you know. Um, 
But it, it's it all based on if, if he's cleared and if he feels good and he looks good and ready to go. All right, today, looking for your keys to victory as we do every Friday. So that's your Chad and Sandy real estate question of the day. What are your three keys to victory for the Jaguars versus the Carolina Panthers this week? We'll hear from Doug Peterson, who spoke yesterday uh, about the state of affairs for the Jacksonville Jaguars. And uh, we'll make our picks for this weekend's games as well. And we'll try to figure out a, a formula for the Jaguars to come away with their ninth victory of the season in their final regular season home game of 2023. Mike Dempsey, Tony Smith, Tom McManus, and Dylan Denmark here with you. Uh, you can get on board at 641-1010 on the Alpro Roofing phone lines or on the text line designed by Lifetime Enclosures or hit us up on social media at MD underscore 1010XL, at 1010XL Fat Tony, at Meathead 55, and at 1010XL Denmark. Hold my pocket. Good morning, Pockets. Good morning. How, How are you? Everything good? Yeah, we Gucci over here. He's Gucci. All right. Uh, he he <laughs> like uh, like Tommy wearing that uh, the new white pullover. How you got a hole in yours already? You got a hole I, like in the I middle know. of your back. I don't. I don't know. It got. I I get even. You know what? Today I I reached down and at the back of my trice I had this this on in the house and the the uh, I don't know if you called it. What do you call it? the door with a with a the, the lock goes, you know, they just in the door in the uh, in the door jam. Door jam, right? The yeah. thing sticking out. I was like, "What? Did I rip this thing?" But now I know I ripped it in the back. So who knows with me? I I, I ruin everything. It's got character. And white white is the worst thing for me. My wife's always like, "Why does anybody ever give you white?" Yeah, right. I mean, you stain white looks it. good the very first time you wear oh, it's it. It's great when like, it's nice Ooh. and shiny, yeah, and then, then you like, get yeah. stains on it. You got coffee stains, Not peanut so butter. You know, you never know. All what right. could end up on <laughs> the front of my chest. All right, uh, so we got all that and more coming your way today, so you can be a part of it in all those various fashions, including the YouTube chat, if you'd like to comment there yeah. as well. It's a Keys to Victory Friday. Mike Dempsey, Tony Smith, Tom McManus, and Dylan Denmark on 1010XL and 92.5 FM. Mac in the Middle, Tom McManus. Brought to you by Renewal by Anderson. A better way to a better window on 1010XL. So we're just talking here on the break about um, Thursday night football last night. And Cleveland, by the way, if the Jags take care of their business, it's likely who you're playing in the first round of the playoffs. I say bring it on, quite frankly. Like, I get it. They're playing well. The Jags lost a one-score game on the road against Cleveland. I'll take my chances with the Browns. And Joe Flacco, again, let's not bust coverages. And uh, well, that's see problem. what happens. I mean, this, this team is losing. Jags are losing in ways that they – it's just terrible football. You can, you're not going to beat anybody. They got to turn it around this week. They got to finish strong. And then I'll feel good about anybody they they, they take on. But right now, man, I the, too many mistakes, Tony. Too, too much – just crap. Just just crap. You know, and then now, now you're hearing, oh, they didn't see the signals. They're, they're this, they're that. Too late in the year to have all these miscues. You know what I mean? You're either a solid football team or you're not. And uh, it was funny. I do these stats. I was looking this morning. And you know the record of the Panthers. You know we're almost identical. They're actually a little bit better Historical than us. Historical record? No, no. On on third down. Oh, okay. Their offense is better than – just by a tiny bit. They're both in the 36 percentile. And then their defense, same thing. And you're sitting there going, and here we are, 8-7. and seven. They're 2-13. and 13. Yeah. With a rookie QB – and this is your third down all year long. I mean, you've had one or two games where it was really good, maybe close to 50%. Other than that, it's been horrendous. How? You know what I mean? 
And don't give me injuries and all that. You, you just mentioned the Browns. They're injured as crazy. You know crazy, how? But- I mean, honestly, Tone, they had a wave of turnovers that overcame a lot of stuff mm-hmm. this season. You know? I mean, Fair. they struggled on third down. They've struggled. To, they've never been great running the ball this year at any at point. All. It's 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 really bad right now. But you know, Zay Jones in and out of the lineup. Kirk out of the lineup recently. Both of them out of the lineup recently. Um, you know, defense at times has looked like they could stop the run. At times, it looks like they haven't been able to. But they made up for a lot of it by forcing turnovers yep. and being opportunistic. Yep. You know, just looking back at the game last night, we we're just talking. Um, Elijah Moore goes down in yeah. the second quarter, yeah. hits his head, and he's literally like having a seizure or yeah, something. Like it is, is some kind of convulsion. Yeah. I don't know if yeah. it's part of the fencing response. You know, they talk about how your your body kind of yeah. seizes up in different ways when you have that head injury. Yeah. Al Michaels and Kirk Herbstreit are just like la di da. Oh, it's going right. to take him an extra moment to get up. What? Yeah. How are they not like how that? he's like his arm is flipping around. Like yeah. what are you like? This is a dire situation. At least right. you think in the moment. Right. Well, Michaels, you think he, well, they have to see it. Don't the producers sit there like, hey, he's hurt. He's somebody hurt. say something. Yeah, somebody I mean, like, you're Hello. watching. Like, how can you not, can you like, not see it? See the guys. Right. There's at least a reaction ground. when someone has like a bad knee injury on the field. Yeah. Right. You may not, you may say something like, we don't want to show it again. Right. You know, sure. like that kind of thing. We don't want to have the camera on him constantly while he's on the ground if something right. that serious is happening. But for it to just be, oh, he's going to need a minute. Yeah. Like, that's crazy. Yeah. I, I just don't think he had any clue what, what he yeah. was watching. Like, right. do you think he was waving? To some, I mean, I I'm not trying to – he was great. He got up. He was able to walk off under his Which own power. incredible. Head to the locker room, I'm sure. Yep. You know, you knew immediately he was not returning. Yep. I, I'm seeing people on, on social media go, do you think Elijah Moore is going to come back? Like, no, I don't think he's <laughs> no, going to come back tonight. Back. I mean, I can't tell yeah. Next week, another Maybe. story. Right. It's like two of those, you know. Couple of years ago, when he had the the bad yeah, issues, right, 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 and people were like, "You have to shut him down for the season." Like, no, you you don't. Right. I mean, like, none of us. We all just love diagnosing people with yeah. no qualifications to do it. Yeah, you know what I mean. Yeah, and uh, no, I know. Well, that's that's you know social media for you. Everybody's an expert on something. Like if, <laughs> you know Eli- I mean? if Elijah Moore got cleared to play <laughs> next week or for the first week of the playoffs, I'm going to assume that. He's passed all the tests that he yeah. needs to pass to return to play. Yeah. You know? Um, yeah, I played the next week after pretty much every concussion. Didn't. Did they, like, officially diagnose you with concussions back then? I think so. Did they? Yeah. Okay. Yeah. And what yeah. would they do to treat one? Because now you got all these different steps. I and- just rest. Just, you know. Yeah. Just rest and, and let it heal. Did you ever have to miss practice because of a concussion that you can um, recall? Um think so yeah. yeah maybe one or two but nothing nothing crazy. I told I've told you this I remember my worst one like I remember it vividly I remember every every part of it and then I don't remember all the little things so that's kind of weird every body's different it is every there, hits different every you know and brain uh, heals differently I have no issue with anybody yeah. trying to you know err on the side of caution sure but yeah. you know in the end I'm not gonna Presume I know more than the people who are actually treating yep. these guys. So yeah, it's uh, hey man, it's it's it, it. You always hate to see that, but I'm glad he's okay. So all right, let's get to uh, state of the Jags here with Doug Peterson talking okay. yesterday and uh, starting out with you know the the practice schedule, what's going on this week. Now they were envisioning Trevor being able to do some work 
yesterday okay. at the time he spoke. Turned out he was an official, did not practice. So uh, here was Doug, though, on what's the mindset behind trying to get some reps for both Bethard and Lawrence. I think you got to consider it, you know, um, where we are in the season, what, what we have moving forward. Obviously, the biggest thing, and, and we've talked about this too, is it, it, you don't want to risk further injury, right? And, and so that's the big thing. And, you know, if Trevor plays, we're, we're all in on that. If CJ plays, we're all in on that. The one thing about CJ is, you know, in, in Trevor's absence during the week, it's valuable that CJ's gotten all the, all the reps and, and he's prepared that way. And, and um, you know, he, he's ready to go, you know, at a moment's notice. He stepped in last, last week and obviously did a nice job for us last week at the end of that game. But um, it, it's, a, it's, a, it's a tough decision, but sometimes you got to make, you know, or I have to make those decisions based on Trevor's health and obviously where we are as a team. Yeah, and uh, Tony, you know, again, you heard the quote there about we're either all in on Trevor or we're all in on mm-hmm. CJ, right? So this is not going to be – all right, let's start Trevor, but we're going to have a quick hook, right? Like he's saying, if Trevor can start, we're going to presume he's going to start and finish yeah. the right. game. At any given week, your backup has to be ready to go. But at the same token, it's not going to be, it sounds like if Bethard goes, we're not going to have Trevor as the emergency bail him out. If Trevor's well enough to bail you out, mm-hmm. you're going to start him. Yeah. Right? It's not what's going on with Russell Wilson, right? Like, they're not putting the guy Definitely on the bench, not that. right, uh, for this kind of week. And I, you know, I almost laughed when he said, you know, risk of further injury. I know what he's talking about. It's a throwing shoulder. We don't yep. want him to go into the game. If throwing the ball 40 times this week could affect that going forward. But in my mind, I thought, yeah, playing behind this offensive line is the risk to mm-hmm. further injury. Yeah. And the mm-hmm. knee, ankle, head, and shoulder are the evidence of those things right now for Trevor Lawrence. That doesn't mean any of that precludes you from playing Trevor Lawrence. If Mm -hmm. you feel like the arm's good enough that he can play, he's going to play. Like, he is their quarterback. If he can play, he's going to play. Yeah, yeah. And that AC joint, I mean, it's you know, look, you never know the magnitude. That's like, you know, oh, he's got a strain or a sprain. Well, sometimes those have little tears in them. So AC joint, you know, typically you land on it, right? Mm-hmm. It either cracks your collarbone or you sprain your AC joint. You know, are there little tears in there that restrict him from being able to put some heat on his throws? That's what it's going to come down to because that can be very painful. I have a torn labrum and rotator from my torn bicep, so I don't throw the ball. But you know what I'm saying? Like you can feel the if, when sure. it, it gets weak when it, it, it's so painful. So if he can't really hum, it can't really make those throws. Well, but can CJ don't... make some of those throws anyway, right? Like, so you, uh, that's well, part of the like. Yeah. If tra- all right, Trevor now can only throw it like a mere mortal, which is what yeah. C- you know what I mean. Like, there are tight window throws that CJ Beathard can't match what Trevor Lawrence is capable of doing. That's yeah. it. you know that doesn't mean Trevor's going to complete all of them, but um, you know well, what? What if if Trevor's a hundred on that, just making up a, a scale, and Beathard's a seventy? And Trevor can only be at a 75 this week. It could still be better than Beathard arm strength wise. You know what I mean? Y- yes. Yeah. Yeah. It all again. It depends on the pain for him. And sure. The, and then the risk is. of injury. Yeah. I don't know. I again, like if he's cleared and he feels good enough and it looks good enough, then then he's my guy. I'll say this: if he's not, then I wouldn't even dress him. I would just. I think that's what he's saying. We're either all in on all right. CJ yeah, or we're all even. in on Trevor. Yeah, it's so one of the other. backup? Then they just signed somebody. Uh, Matt Barkley. Yeah, yeah, Matt Barkley. Right. Yeah. So maybe he's a backup. Bathard Barkley. 
Maybe he is. Yeah. Okay. And then I'm okay with. But listen, then I'm, Jags, I'm fine with Jags win it Sorry. twenty to ten. How many calls do we get on Monday <laughs> for C.J. Beathard? They need to roll with C.J. Beathard, man. They need to roll with C.J. Beathard, man. I know I may be crazy. You're correct. Uh, <laughs> you would be crazy. Uh, moving on. What's yeah. next? Uh, yeah, Coach was also asked, speaking of Trevor Lawrence, and he was asked about how he has handled turnovers here in the last few games. I would say he's handled it extremely well. Um, I know it bothers him, you know, and, and – um, he, you know, he doesn't want to turn the ball over. And, and so you're right. Sometimes it's, it's not always the quarterback, but obviously the stats and things lean towards the quarterback. So we just got to make, and we say we, the coaches, we got to make sure that all our players, our skill players are on the same page with our quarterback. And what Trevor sees are the same things that they're seeing. And that just comes through repetition, through practice, uh, film study during the week. Um, and then obviously playing playing in games. So some of the mistakes we made in the in the Tampa game were just some guys not on the same page. And and so that's that's something that we have to look at as a staff and uh, and fix those. Uh, but at the same time, you know, embrace the fact that hey, this is where we are, right? And and now it's it's up to us to to get ourselves you know out of it and, and fix it. Now somebody on the. Uh... It was a YouTube chat yesterday. Made a comment of something along the lines of, "Trevor himself will tell you I need to make better throws." And these guys keep blaming the receivers, like we're all in the tank for Trevor. What do you think Trevor Lawrence is going to get up there and say? He's not going right. to go. This guy ran the wrong route. Right. That guy ran the wrong route. A good CEO type leadership they, type they, quarterback they is always going to take all the damn blame, whether it's their blame right. or not, because they're secure right. in their place and what they. Can do, but you hear Doug Peterson there clearly once again, Tom. They're not on the same on the page. same page. It's so baffling. At Week this sixteen, stage. they weren't on the and same. But we were talking off the air, us three. That route, the first pick, it, it, they're not supposed to be that close to each other. Parker and Ridley. It's the same route they were running since camp. Reminding you when he took out he Kirk. And, and Kirk colli- Ridley like and Kirk collided. Really hurt him. Like, it right it looked us. really bad. It did. And uh, We're fortunately. Like, what are you doing? Like, why it, are you here? Like, you're yeah, we didn't know. Beer. I don't know if we knew at the time exactly who, but we knew that somebody, and we somebody assumed ran that, the wrong We route. assumed Kirk didn't because he had been here for a year playing yeah. with Trevor. And yeah. that's okay. You're going to have those miscues in training camp. Sure, but not now. Yeah, you wouldn't think. And so I, I, I would be, look, so, so everyone wants to, not everyone, a lot of people want to blame the quarterback. The quarterback needs to play better. There's no doubt Trevor needs to play better. But you just look at that first interception. And you 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 and if you're Trevor and they're not in the right spot, just let's give them the benefit. I mean, hi, that's got to be so frustrating that I'm I'm expecting you to be in this spot. And by the way, we all know it happened so quick. It's not like you have time to reassess where where the point of, you know, the throws going to go. And they're all discombobulated, and he, and by the way, the linebacker made a great play. I mean, Devin, uh, yeah. Devin made a great, great, great play. Um, but I don't even think Ridley even turned his head until after the interception. And then Parker's like right on top. It's just a weird thing. And then even with Ingram tone, the clearly look, he did overshoot him, but he was shooting him down the the seam, not bending in. Now here's the question, and I don't know the answer. The both safeties split. Does a receiver or tight end is are they thinking, hey, or is that the idea that we bend it in? Right. Don't like know. Like who's 
miscommunicating right. with who? Some of the miscommunication could be on the quarterback. It there, could be. But you, I don't know if it I, is. I presume but. when it's between Trevor and anybody who is new to the team this year, yeah. and Trevor's going to know his role in the offense better than these guys. He's been here for you, would, yeah. you know three years, two years under the yeah. Press Taylor offense. But even him and Ingram have been off, even earlier. Like, you I, know, I bet you know those I mean? are the ones times. I say They've those are harder lot, to determine. But, yeah. I don't know the answer to that. Right. You know, right. but with with Ridley and Washington or Elijah Cooks or any yep. of these guys, I'm going to generally assume that it's the other guy right. that, that's not getting it because, you know, and you see the reaction from Trevor on the field. I, he doesn't strike me as the kind of guy that is going to go, you know, I made a mistake and I'm going to, you know, get in your face for not looking back at the ball or what. I think he, you know, he's not a very demonstrative guy in that yep. fashion. And if it gets to that point, I think it's probably just built up frustration because it's been happening too much. You've seen a little bit of, but very, very little. But, but you've seen it's, it's, looks it's, it's and coming. Like, like, it's what you, come like yeah. in the most recent handful Definitely. of games yep. is when it's come. So that's why I feel like maybe it's just been kind of building up. Yep. Uh, up to this point, anyway, yep. and and plus, you know, when you feel not necessarily want to be over dramatic with the season slipping away, but you're in the midst of that losing streak and everything's compounded and like, man, yep. you know. Uh, we just need to get this thing turned around. All right, we'll take a break here. We'll come back and uh, we'll hear more from Doug Peterson. If you want to get in today, 641-1010 on the All-Pro Roofing. Phone lines are on the text line designed by Lifetime Enclosures on a Keys to Victory Friday with Tom McManus. This is Jaguars Today on 1010XL 92.5 FM. Tom McManus. Brought to you by Renewal by Anderson. A better way to a better window on 1010XL. All right, we're uh, once again on the break there playing around the New York Times playoff machine, the predictor of what kind of the odds uh, every team has to make the postseason based on the outcome of the next several weeks, whatever. We're just messing around a little bit here. Um, Again, Jags beat the Panthers. It it helps tremendously, right? Without knowing any other outcome, they're going to be better than 80% chance at that point to make the postseason if they beat the Panthers. And if they do, even if they lose to the Titans, the the key to me is Colts lose this week and beat the Texans next week, we're going to be fine. Yeah. Honestly. It, it, even if that happens, I want to see what the the odds go to. Oh, no. Yeah. Jags Jack, don't be, need to be losing the next two. Uh, right. <laughs> but right, right. If, if the Raiders beat the Colts this week, yep. even if the Texans win, yep. but the Colts win in week 18 – and the Jags can lose Week 18; they're still going to win the division, yeah. Provided they beat the Panthers. So, okay. Colts, you know, big Raider fans this yeah. week. Yeah, big Colts fans in Week 18. Yep. Yeah, if they wind up tied with the the Colts or the Texans, they're going to win the division, right? But that's they can win the division tied with either one of them. That's yep. they need to win next yeah. week, yep. right? In that kind of scenario, and winning this week puts a lot of pressure on the whatever. Those other teams are because odds are the options for wild cards are going to start drying up even for those teams based on the results this week, too. It's like all three of these teams are all under a lot of pressure here in the last two weeks to to win out. To win. But, you know, for the Jags in this scenario where the Colts lose this week but win in week 18, as long as the Jags beat the Panthers, they don't need to beat the Titans. 
They don't. Yeah. You okay. know, now you won't okay. know that going right. in because the games will be played simultaneous. Right. Right. Yeah. Right. Yeah. Uh, yeah. I mean, it'd be crazy. I the can't way. imagine they wouldn't do it. Let's win them both and have some momentum. That would be fantastic. That's right? the way to do it. I mean, the, the big thing is. Let's go. I, I'm with, like, they'll still be mathematically alive. In fact, if you're going to pick one to win, you'd want to beat the Titans because yep. it's an AFC opponent. And right. it helps you with tiebreakers. But do you feel like this team mentally will rally from a five-game losing streak to go on the road no. to win? No. I don't either. I don't think. Got to snap it this week. I agree. I agree. And, and, look, it's all about momentum, right? And they, they haven't had any lately, it doesn't seem. Uh, you could turn it around at home. It's the last home game, regular it's funny season. Funny how home losing game. does that, isn't it? Yeah, <laughs> you know, like you get no momentum when you lose. Oh, when you win, and, you get and, all kinds and, of momentum. And, you know, and you know what? And and look, the, T- Tampa played great. You know, obviously putting up the points, but every time we got something going last week, something happened. Mm-hmm. You know what I mean? A fumble, a pick, or bad route, or sack. It's just something, and you're just like, gosh, dang! Every single time. You know, even on the – you remember the end around to, to Ridley? Yes. Oh, yeah. Guy makes a block. He's got he's got a chance to get some good yards. The guy misses the block. And so, I think it was the wide receiver. I think it was Parker trying to Tim block Jones. the end. No, it was, that Tim, was Jones. Tim Jones. Yeah. He just let him inside and made the tackle. You're like – It's still a – I don't like a to little, call. A bit I of a curious like, play call for a team that's not blocking well. I agree. Let's let this slow-developing play Fair enough. where we got to hold them. But – I agree. Right. If you execute it the right way. Correct. I don't know. And Doug continues to harp on that. Doug Peterson. I know. Well, a I lot would of this there. is pre snap penalties. I mean, right? A lot of block the guy mental inside. mistakes. Don't let him beat you inside. Mm-hmm. <laughs> All right. Let's get a few calls going here at 641 We'll get more from Doug Peterson coming up here uh, as we move along on a Keys to Victory Friday. We'll start with Mike on the south side. Good morning, Mike. Hey. How you guys doing? Doing well. Good, Mike. Good morning. Good. 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 Listen. I've listened to your show many, many years, 10 years or so. And I love, we all love Jack football, but guys, you please, there's a lot of us out here that have listened to the same excuses for 10 years as far as quarterbacking about Garrod, about Gabbert. You guys are saying the same stuff. The receivers aren't, they're not communicating as offensive. No, it's the quarterback. Someone that's turned the ball over 50 times in three years is not a quarterback you shouldn't have sitting on the bench, okay? Let Bedford play a game, sit Lawrence down, get him well for the playoffs. But Lawrence, <laughs> Lawrence is the same as Garrard, the same as Bortles, the same as Gabbard. You guys quit giving the excuses. Thanks a lot. All right, so All right. When, when the head coach – says that the receivers yeah. <laughs> are not seeing the signal. Are we making that up? Yeah. I mean, yeah. honest to God, how you can listen to this program and think we don't criticize Trevor Lawrence. Yeah. We criticize everybody First of all, on this was team. We're <laughs> near Lawrence <laughs> at all. God, you, it's, it's selective listening. It's yeah. it's it, it's honestly now, listen, the turnovers is a valid argument, it's but that doesn't absolute, mean you sure sit it is. Him, but. And did we crush him last week yeah. for right. his unforced errors? Yeah. I mean, right. uh, should we not well, I, should right. we not acknowledge when the head coach yeah. says that the receivers literally don't see when they change the play and they're running the yeah. wrong route? Yeah, I think for fans out there ah. who feel like they have decided <laughs> Trevor Lawrence sitting the guy and everyone yeah. else needs to agree yeah. with them, Trevor Lawrence sitting the guy is never going to be the guy. I disagree. 
right? right? Like I just flat out disagree with you that he's not the guy and will never be the guy. I yeah. think he's a guy that finished, what, sixth in the MVP voting last year yeah. in the entire league. He's not having that kind of year stacking it up this season and we can go into all the reasons why and we have over and over and over it's not excuse making we preface everything we say about it with yep. he needs to play be better. better yes right 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 like, it's but <laughs> we're not gonna, we're not in favor of get rid of him right right like that yeah, we're just so, nowhere near so that Blaine Gabbard who was <laughs> 5-22 and 22 as a Jaguar starter with completion percentages of 50.8, 58.3, and 48.8 in his three seasons right. in Jacksonville, and that's who Trevor Lawrence is. Yeah, All I, right, I don't on, remember uh, saying anything about the receivers with Blaine Gabbard. I don't remember even. I oh, mean, sure, look. I mean, know who they, they are. They have not had <laughs> great receivers. <laughs> they haven't. Yeah. yeah. But, I mean, if you yeah. – I mean. <sighs> well, listen, I, I, I'm glad – Doug said it, but I, I see it when I watch the film, when I watch the tape. You can see they're not in the right. Now, that, again, that could be from the quarterback. I'm not saying that it's totally on the receiver, but, but there's communication. The head coach literally right. said the receivers did not get the, the play change. Right, right. Oh, right. I, I, How that is today, I look, I, I'm as frustrated every as every other fan. I'm sitting there going, we, we're this far in a season, you're, you're yeah. still off? Off on the communication, it Boggles doesn't make any sense. Boggles the mind. So, you know, listen, you, you fans are going to fan. God love you, man. You you can say whatever you want. That's your right. But, uh, listen, I think what he's shown, I, you got to give him at least another year, in my opinion, to, to see what he can do. In his defense, I don't always defend him, but I'll defend this. He's gotten hit the crap kicked out of him all year long. Uh, his line has been a sieve a lot. The timing's been off. His he's been off. We just got the a receivers run game he can depend off. on. Oh wait, I mean it's just been thing after thing after thing. He's got plenty of talent, and it's tough to hone it in when everything else seems to be not working the way it should be. So again, he is to blame for a lot of it, but not all of it. And that's the thing. That, that's that the thing. I think is that, and people want. If you're not saying X no. is the cause of everything, no. then you're an no, idiot. That's not accurate. It's, Yes, part of it is Trevor. Right. Can't drop the ball. Can't fumble it as much as he has. Right. Got to be better, right? right. Got to be better. He does. Listen, he sails the ball a little too sure. much. Mm-hmm. No doubt about that. His, even some of his completions. We talked about his ball placement needs to be better. There's no doubt about it. But it's not – look, you got to factor everything in, right? you got to factor when – you know, he's under pressure constantly, it seems, for the most part. Not every game. There are a couple games. Nobody touched him, right? And he had great games. I think New Orleans was one of them, right? He had a great game yeah. that game. Uh, he he had a I, string of some good outings. Why and do then you think Flacco played so well south. last night? He didn't get near him. And he's standing back there in the first half just going, oh, there's David Njoku wide open again. Ding. Right. I mean. <sighs> right. Right. Again, I, I, I honestly yeah, put pressure on Flacco and see to this what program, happens. And don't you know think I mean? we we go out of our way yeah. to qualify. Trevor needs to be better. Yeah, but this also keeps happening. Yep. Then and you're not you know. sitting your your franchise QB. He's a franchise QB. Look, he does have to get better. They all do, and it, even including next year. He's your guy. Like you, he's mm-hmm. you know, look, he's got to show that he can be that he can put the offense on his back. He hasn't done that this year. Agreed. Granted, there's been issues as to why. Agreed. But a lot of it's from him. 
He's got to show that he can, in my opinion. And there are other things, like we've already talked about, need to happen as well. Like, you need to have somewhat of a running game. You need to have less pressure on my QB. He's got to get hit less. Look, those hits take its toll. If he was doing the quarterback you know, thing on Netflix, he'd be doing what Cousins was doing in that show. That's how battered he's been all year yeah. long. Yeah. Guaranteed. All right. uh, let's get Jimmy downtown next up on Jaguars today. What's up, Jimmy? Downtown. Hey, guys. Merry Christmas. Happy New Year. I yes. got something for Tommy. What's up? Hey, Tommy. Uh, you know, you hear about when the game's going on, the announcers, television, radio, they're saying, boy, if they don't get there on the blitz, they're going to be in trouble. You know, if you blitz and you don't, and you single up on your coverages and you don't get there and you still don't get to the quarterback, you're really in trouble. Well, we've been in trouble on the long ball anyhow. Why don't we blitz less? Let's just double everybody we can up, give them the stuff underneath and run to them and tackle them because that's what we're doing anyhow. When they're running and successfully, just keep it underneath us, and then maybe we can pull something together and not get these big plays thrown on us. I'll hang up and get off and listen off the air. Thanks, thank, guys. Hey, man. Yeah, happy New Year, too. Listen, you got it. You that sounds awesome, but you better have pressure from your four. Because <laughs> if not, yeah. I don't care who's doubling who. They're gonna get open. There's gonna be a window, and they're gonna find it when there's no pressure whatsoever. Oh, that, you can't and, cover guys. Cannot. For and you five, can't double six, everybody. Seconds. You can't double everybody either. Right. And these offenses, they have those zone beaters. They have the man beaters. They have the hot reads. You know that those types of things that help you. you. You think Auburn wishes they had sent the house against Alabama, right. or they right. the fact that they dropped eight in coverage was that a right. wise decision when Milroach was standing back there all day until right. he finally a guy breaks free. Right. Same thing. You I gotta mean, have like pressure. Said, it's a great, it's do a great idea. Yep. And and then just say. You know, yes, yeah. they do need to tackle better, by the way. Yeah, they do. But if they're not tackling well now, what makes you think that right. if they stop getting pressure, all of a sudden the tackling is just going to take yeah. a massive leap forward? I yeah. will I will say I, I noticed um, against Tampa and, I, and the week before, um, sometimes the safety and they're, they're leaving too late. Like they're, they're like the play snapped and then they're bl- – it's like you're never going to get there. You know what I mean? And then it's not worth blitzing. It's like getting picked up. You know, back blocks you. Well, just because you blitzed, it's only good when you get there. Sure. Like you disrupt But if you don't blitz, if you're not getting there sending five or six, the thing you're going to get there getting four. Or three. Right. I mean, any quarterback in the NFL, given enough time, is going to find open guys. Just are. You know? Flacco's a perfect example. All right. We got to take a break here. Uh, Phone lines are heating up. Though, uh, so if you're there, stay right there, and we'll take you coming out of the top of the hour here at six four one ten ten on the All Pro Roofing phone lines with Tommy McManus. This is Jaguars today on ten ten XL ninety two point five FM. Tom McManus, brought to you by Renewal by Anderson, a better way to a better window on ten ten XL. All right, the uh, phone lines have perked up. A little passionate discussion, Jaguar yeah, football. Six four one ten ten, on the All Pro Roofing phone lines. Let's get out to them. Uh, we got our picks coming up in about fifteen minutes. Uh, Drew and Ortega is up uh, first in this segment. Hello, Drew. Hey, how y'all doing? Thanks for having me. Sure. All right, Drew. So, uh, good old Trent Balky, man. We uh, we were a strip sack away last year on Josh Dobbs, a strip sack away from having a losing record. He got complacent. 
and didn't really improve the team too much, in my opinion. Uh, unlike San Francisco, who added Christian McCaffrey, Chase Young, and they were already a dominant team, but they already they added those stars also. And then, so Balky uh, formed the worst O-line in football. He drafted Strange and Big Z in the second and third rounds, and they're doing nothing. The entire rookie class, other than Anton Harrison, is really not doing right. Much. We 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 all know the the, the resume. What what's what's the point you're getting to, Drew? I'm saying if we lose our last two games and we lose six in a row, I guarantee you, good old Shad Khan will not do anything and make any changes. In my opinion. Okay. Well, I mean, I don't know if you can guarantee that, but he might not. Yeah. Yeah. Well, yeah. look. I mean, you know, Doug. Uh, was Doug here? No, Trent was here before Doug, right? Yeah. So maybe Doug does need – I mean, look, you know, here's the thing about the O-line. You know, last year the O-line was one of the better O-lines in the league. It was. We were praising Rauscher as the best assistant coach a, on this team. It, no doubt, without without question. So how did they go from that to what they are? Now, granted, injuries, you're, you're, you're moving guys around. Fortner didn't get better. Sheriff got worse. Sheriff did get worse. Right. I, I, just, I think that's a big part of it. Yep. Um, they've had – Fortner a bit did of a revolving door on the left all. side for a variety of reasons. Yep. Anton Harrison was a good pick. He's a good pick. You know? He's a good pick. I like when Cam's in there more Cooper than Cooper Hodges might have helped this it. team. Cooper might. You're right. You know, but didn't, you nope. know, because he got hurt, you know. Um nope. nobody nobody is sitting here saying Balky has been some wizard. No, no. Right? But But and, it is funny how we go like this like, with Balky. I'm right, but Balky. I'm not gonna I'm not gonna sit here and debate what Shad Khan might do if they lose these games because right. they haven't even played these games right. yet. Mm-hmm. Right, you know, I mean, let's we'll have that discussion when the season ends, yep. and we'll have it for months or until and they come out and say this is the direction we're going, and we're sticking yeah. with them or whatever. And then we can continue right. to discuss whether it was the right decision or not. Right. But I mean, I want to see more out of Strange Bigsby. I agree with. I, I don't. He's. Uh, I mean, obviously, you're going to give him an, another chance. Even if Strange know, is this great blocking tight end, like man, he's pretty athletic. I, I mean, he could make some things happen, and he can block. So I, I, I want to continue to see what he can do. But I'm, um, you know, Bigsby. They, they've know, gotten very little Bigsby. out of this draft class. Yeah, agreed. Outside of the first round, very yeah. little. Antonio Johnson's starting to come on a little bit. Yeah. Parker yeah. Washington out of necessity. Yeah. Right, yeah, but he, that's out of necessity. He's been okay. Um, some hasn't good, forced his good. way in the lineup, but no, you know, right, when right. everyone's healthy and Bigsby's well, been a complete. Look, I mean, it really, when everyone's healthy, they got a pretty good trio of wide receivers, don't they? With Ridley, Kirk, and mm-hmm. Jones. How'd they get them? Right, and then Ingram. How'd they get them? What do you mean? How'd they get them? They didn't I draft mean, them. Did, no, they didn't draft them. Right, did, yeah. Did Balky acquire them? Yeah. 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 Oh, okay, but so right. That's the, right. Good, a good point. He, he did I mean, that, yeah, right? No, I mean, right. we like Kirk. We like Ingram. Yeah. We like Zay. Yeah. Right. Yeah. I, I still want Ridley. <laughs> you know, like like every time well, this gets right. brought up, it's just so silly. It's we said it when they were letting go of Urban. Let him go. Clean house. Right. Get him out. It's over. Mm-hmm. Right. We don't hire him as the GM after that year. Get him out. Yep. It's over. They decided not to go that direction. We'll go into another offseason when they say that Trent Baalke is going to be the GM again next year. We'll say, I disagree with that one. Yeah, Let's see what happens. I hope he makes good yeah. picks, and I hope he right. signs good players. I'm not rooting for them no, to right. fail so he gets fired. Like, there is some of that that's yeah. out there. I hope they lose to Carolina. I've heard people, they've said it to me directly. I hope they lose because it's more likely Balky gets fired. I'd rather go to the damn playoffs no than you got to win. 
Right. It's all about winning. And, and I, I don't know. someone feel better to express it on the show, that's fine. Yeah, it's yeah, not that it hasn't been expressed. Right. All right. We got to move on. Uh, Josie in Arlington is next. Good morning, Joe. Hey, guys. How you guys doing? Uh, let me get this out of the way first. Mike, you are definitely one of my favorite. Um, I hear a big butt coming. <laughs> you are definitely one of my favorite on 1010 XL, just all together. I, I love what you do. I love all your points. And everything is valid, what you're saying. I think everybody's like in meltdown mode right now because they're – I'm like, you go on a four-game slide, everybody's going to be, you know, Pissed. they're going to be going nuts. But come on, man. I'm like, I, they, they just need to win this game. They just have to win this game. You got to have it. You cannot lose this game at all. If they lose this game, it's, you think the, the, the calls are going to be worse. <laughs> <laughs> no doubt. The, the calls are going to be much worse. But my point, is, my point I wanted to get across to was is that I, like, I just don't understand, and you guys have practically reiterated on it a, a, a whole bunch of times, is how don't you guys all the way at this point of the season don't know your route? Yeah. I'm like, like that's a coaching issue. That that doesn't even become a. It, you, these guys are professionals, so they should know their playbooks. They you've been doing it all season. So I'm like, at, at this point, how don't you know what you're doing? But then I go back to I go back to, and I'm just thinking about like, how can you be this far in the season and you do not know your plays? That's just that 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 falls on Doug and this off to the coordinator because the defensive coordinator, I believe that Mike Caldwell is a good coordinator. I think I believe that he's a great coordinator. He just doesn't have the players on that side. They're playing a lot of zone, but they can't get to the passer, and that's because they really did nothing to address the defense. The offense, they felt as though that they addressed everything on the offense, but it doesn't seem like offensively nothing is working this season, it, and it literally makes absolutely no sense that they went so far backwards after the season that they had last year, and that's all I got. That, that's that's all I got. It's just it's frustrating, but – I'm still a Jags fan all all the way. Oh, bro, we're all pulling for oh, no, I don't think that the people no, no. calling in that disagree and think we're idiots are right. not Jags fans. No, you know, we just have different approaches. Let me, let me ask you this. Um, the last four-game skip, we'll just leave it at that. Um, was majority of it the mental aspect where they're out of position? They're offense and defense, right? Mm-hmm. Blown coverage. Um, or is it more just getting their tails whipped because they're not talented enough? My answer would be they are talented enough, and a lot of it is the mental aspect of it, and they're screwing up, and I don't understand. But is that on the coaching staff Well, to I prepare look, them? It is if they don't bench anybody, but are they willing to do it? Because how else do you do it? I mean, if Rid- let's just take Ridley, okay? If he's been off cue a lot. Now, he's been on cue a lot. He's, you know, he's done some good things too, but when he's off cue – which is more than you should You'd be. You'd like, right? Why, why don't you but, sit his but, ass? All right, because be, all right. Because who you, who you, who you who replace you him go with? To, sure. Right. So then who is it on? Is that a personnel? Then do we go down to the personnel department and say, well, why don't you have somebody that you can replace him with or at least close to it? Well, we do. We have Zay, but he's hurt. You know what I mean? There's mm-hmm. factors that come in. So it's, on co- it's not on – Coaching for the player to know. The player's got to take that upon himself to know everything. But it is on the coach and as far as, hey, if you keep screwing up, your ass is on the bench. We don't see well, any like of that. Well, like you said, you got to have an alternative. But you got to have like, – Ridley 
And, and by the way, I don't want to make it seem like Wrigley's screwing up every play. No, the guy not. scored the, the only points they had right. last no, week, no, no. right? He's, doing some he's really throwing good pass things. interferences left and right, okay? Yep. Yep. And so, you know, even with some, let's say he's had some screw-ups, all right, yeah. just for lack yeah. of a better term, yeah. is Ridley with the screw-ups still a better option than Tim Jones would be, right? right. Or Jamal Agnew would be Fact. playing that Fact. many right. snaps. Right. And I, I'm guessing they think yes, right? right. I mean, sometimes you're hamstrung to a certain degree. We can, There are only so many guys we can yep. put out there. Right. You know, they're going to stick with Fortner, by the way. He said no changes on the O-line except do, to deal with injury for this week. So that means Fortner's playing, right? Well, you know, why aren't they playing Shatley? Well, they'll talk uh, – Jeff Logman will tell you they want a mobile center. Now, whether yep. that's the right decision or not, yep. are, if it's He's very athletic, they're not that many Fortnite. guys you can go down the yep. line to, right. you know, and uh, I, I don't know what the answer is. You know, right. with none of us, it, it, the answer is probably they're not good enough to win the Super Bowl, right? And we're right. all frustrated. We want them to be that team. Right. Um, there's still value to me in being a team. That goes to the postseason. That that wins yep. this week. It still means something, right? You know, it's still like you said, better to win. I just look, look, look. Say they executed on fifty percent more of their plays on both sides of the ball, they'd be a lot better football team, wouldn't it? Mm-hmm. So is that talent, or is that just you know mental miscues? It's it's some of a lot of things. Yeah, which is generally it's usually not one simple answer. Right. Oh, it's all Trevor. No. It's all Ridley. No. no. It's all the offensive line. No. no. It's no. all ETN. No. 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 We haven't even together. gotten to the defense. Right. McManus. On and on and right. on. Right. Your damn namesake. Kick damn a damn Come field on, goal. Cuz. Kick I'm it kick through the, you pipes. In the nuts. Whoa. <laughs> <laughs> you better get it together, man, or I'm right. sending the troops. This this on the, the McManus Meester undercard is that? <laughs> no, 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 no. Don't even. Don't Just even. messing. Just messing. All right, we gotta take a time out here. We'll come back, make our picks for the week, and we'll get more of your calls in uh if you want to hang on towards the end of the hour coming up on a keys to victory. Yeah. Friday, Mike Dempsey, Tom McManus, Tony Smith, Dylan Denmark, Jaguars today on 1010XL and 92.5 FM. Now, the Otterson Wealth Advisors Risk Reward Picks of the Week. Otterson Wealth Advisors, your goals, our expertise. Tom McManus. Brought to you by Renewal by Anderson, a better way to a better window on 1010XL. All right, uh, getting late in the season on our confidence picks where we stack up every game that has yet to kick off, tell you who we think is going to win, and rank them in order of how confident we are in those outcomes. 15 games still to go this week, so most confident outing is worth 15 points all the way down to one on the other end of the spectrum. Uh, Tony still got a shot to pull this thing off. Tommy Mack, I think, playing for pride at this point. But we all went eight and seven last week. Uh, Tom, you got 72 points. Uh, hit your top three picks, Philly, Buffalo, and Chicago. Missed the next two with Indy and Kansas City. Uh, let's see. Tony went eight and seven with 77 points. Hit his top four picks. Missed his next three, though, with Denver, Jacksonville, and KC. And uh, I had one point more than Tony. Eight and seven record, 78 points. I hit five of my first six. Did miss my third overall at Kansas City, but hit the other five in the top six. So, um, for the season, 11.79 is where I'm at. 11.20 for Tony. Tom at 10.24. Everybody well above 500 in the outright (laughs) record. Uh, We go in order of most to least points from the previous week. So, I'll go first. Tony will go next. Tom will go uh, last here today. I'm going to go Buffalo over New England. Okay. 
on the 15-point line. I'm going San Fran to bounce back against Washington, and I'm going Philadelphia at home against Arizona. Tony? Same three, just switch those last two. Buffalo over New England at 15, Philadelphia over Arizona 14, San Francisco over Washington. You got it. Tommy Mack? Dallas at 15. Okay. Buffalo at 14. Jacksonville at 13. I I was honestly a little surprised you can go Jackson on the Um, 15-point line. We're locked in to even go 13, but I'm going for (laughs) it. All right. you got to push some chips in the middle of the table sometimes. Take a chance. Mm -hmm. I'm going to Rams against the Giants on the 12-point line uh, road game there. Unfortunately, I'm going Houston. I really hope I get this pick wrong, but Houston over Tennessee. And then I will take the Bears against the Atlanta Falcons. The Bears for 10. Tony? I will go Seattle over Pittsburgh. The Rams over the Giants, and Jacksonville over Carolina. Baby, I like it. Uh, Well, at least I like your level of confidence. Uh, Tom? Number 12, San Fran on the road. No, yeah, Yeah. yeah, number 12, San Fran on the road. 11, Baltimore at home. 10, KC at home. All right, I'm going Baltimore on the nine-point line. I think, uh, you know, maybe I'm a prisoner of the moment, but – that you could pick up two right there. Uh, but I do have them beating Miami. I'm going with Dallas, about half as confident as Tom is against Detroit. And I'm going to go with the Tampa Bay Bucks to keep their role going at home against New Orleans. Tony. Dallas over Detroit on the nine-point line. Baltimore over Miami on the eight-point line. And Minnesota over Green Bay on the seven-point line. That was a toughie ah. for me, that game. Uh, Tommy nice. Mack. I got Vegas in the nine-point line, Philly in the eight-point line, and Green Bay. Oh, look at that. Dueling seven-pointers. I'm going to go with Seattle. I feel like they're a team that's just ripe to let me down, right? Mm -hmm. Uh, But I got Seattle on the six-point line. I got Vegas as well uh, going into Indy. I mean, they went into Kansas City. They certainly can. Hope that defense shows up again. Like Aiden O'Connell to try completing a pass after the first quarter this time. (laughs) That would probably help. Uh, And I'm going the Jags on the four-point line myself. I will go Indianapolis over Vegas on the six-point line, Cincinnati over Kansas City on the five-point line, and the Chargers over Denver on the four-point line. All righty. No faith in Jared Stidham there, Tommy Mack. What do you got? Tampa Bay on the six-point line. The Rams on the five-point line, and I got Denver on the four-point line. Denver Broncos. Uh, I, too, am with Tony. I'm taking Cincinnati over Kansas City, uh, worth three points. I'm taking Denver over the L.A. Chargers, worth two. And then uh, coin flip, Minnesota, because they're at home. I don't know what to tell you, man. Mm -hmm. Um, You know, no Jair Alexander, but a rookie quarterback, so – Anyway, uh, Tony, your final three. Tennessee over Houston on the three-point line. Atlanta over Chicago on the two-point line. And Tampa over New Orleans. Okay, nice. Tampa over New Orleans. If if you had, boy. Yeah. I, I and a lot of my picks are influenced by I'm playing to win the game. Right. I'm sure, you're to right. To some you degree, it's a lot of stuff that I'm like, I'm kind of iffy on this yeah. one, but I need to make up 60 right. points. And, and I got it right. And even if we both have it, you got to put it higher up. Yeah. There, and we like don't know I, where we're going to There were a couple them. games in there I flipped while I heard picks. I was yeah. like, all right, I'll go the other way. Oh, okay. Yeah. All right. Yeah. I, boy, I might have – well, you had Seattle pretty high anyway. I did, you did yeah. it before I went. But that, that was one I could have point flipped it. Mm-hmm. Uh, Tommy, your final three, please. Seattle at home on the three-point line. Dub Bears, Bears on the two-point line. And Houston at home on the singular. Yeah, stink. They stink. All right, I got Buffalo, San Fran, Philly, Rams, Houston, Chicago, Baltimore, Dallas, Tampa Bay, Seattle, Vegas, Jacksonville, Cincinnati, Denver, and Minnesota. Tony going Bills, Eagles, Niners, Seahawks, Rams, Jaguars, uh, Cowboys, 
Ravens, Vikings, Colts, Bengals, Chargers, Titans, Falcons, and Bucks. Tommy Mack going Dallas, Buffalo, Jacksonville, San Fran, Baltimore, KC, Vegas, Philly, Green Bay, Tampa Bay, LA Rams, Denver, Seattle, Chicago, and Houston. Confidence picks in the books. Uh, we got time. Let's get a few more calls in. Kay is downtown. Been hanging on. Uh, I don't know if he's been waiting patiently, but he's been waiting. Kay, good morning. All right. All right. Good morning. Um, so back to this Trevor uh, conversation real quick. So before all of the injuries happened uh, to really anyone on the team, Trevor was bottom, bottom five in the league, third down conversions, completions, percentage, bottom in the league in the red zone, and also bottom in the league under pressure with all of the numbers. And obviously everything has went down the toilet due to injury and all of this other stuff. Now I also want to highlight this whole signal deal. Doug Peterson said on the two interceptions, they didn't get the signals. There were no signals. If you go back and watch it, Trevor never gave any signals. Now, Parker Washington, one of them did run the wrong route. That's a fact. I'm just highlighting the fact that there were no signals. And Doug Peterson didn't tell the truth. I called your show in the preseason. All right. Uh, I called your show in the preseason. Do you know all the signals? Yeah, I don't. You're right. I'm, not, I'm done with that. I mean, I, do I, you I'm know the, all the signals? Yeah. I mean, how do you know what the signals Doug's are? Doug's a liar now. Right. Because, you know, K, K is anti-Trevor Lawrence. Yeah. Uh, the second somebody called in anti-Trevor Lawrence, K got right on the line. That's when he came in because he yeah. likes that's his. And that's fine. You know what? Kay thinks Trevor's trash. Yeah. We're just not going to agree. Right. Move on. You know, and now Doug Peterson's a liar on top of that. Right. Uh, thanks, Kay. Uh, fan Cam up next. Hello, Fan Cam. Good morning, Duval. Duval. Hope everybody's That's a it's, in, it's, in, it's a medium it Duval. It's at the end of the call, so I figured to squeeze a Duval in at the beginning of the call might be better karma for us. I don't know. <laughs> They're basically trying everything at this point. I got one key to victory. But uh, first, let me give props to Satchel for a heck of a season. And suffice it to say, we wish him as much luck in the Super Bowl as MD would wish him in our position. I had none. And, uh, <laughs> yes. Way to go, great, GM. Great first, seg- great first segment or first hour. At the end of that first hour, I could sense that Mike's grip on his driver was getting a little slippery there. Uh, <laughs> that's, why I, that's why I beat balls every day, man. It's just good stress relief, you know? <laughs> well, my one key to victory this weekend is to execute. Play the game like you know how to play the game. When the ball's in your hands, catch it. When an interception hits you in the stomach, catch it. When when you're you're move your feet when you're blocking their defensive end, just play the game like you can. Let's get ETN three or four targets in each half. Get him out of the backfield, get him in space and get him the ball. And don't wait till late in the second quarter to get Ridley a target for Christ's sake. Let's kick some butt. The line must be drawn here, and let's just do one on the way out as well. One, two, three. Doom! I don't think we had a good one this week, man. Thanks, Cam. We needed yeah, that we need one. palate cleanser right there. Uh, let's get a couple more quick ones here. Uh, Eric in Atlanta up next. Hello, Eric the show uh, i gotta tell you trayvon walker is a great player he's explosive he's disruptive uh, he's got eight sacks i think it's the end of the year it was about 12 uh he's really coming on strong really pleased all yeah, right definitely yeah i don't know about 12 but who cares i, I think he's seven. had a great second he's got seven right now he's but... had a great second year mm-hmm. he's really coming on he's he's getting that natural rush and not just bullying everybody you know i guess it takes time i was never a bull you know i was never a pass rusher so but he mm-hmm. Like we were saying, he's been very good against the run because he can bull rush. But Nobody it, doesn't want him yeah. to 
succeed, by the way. Right. You know what I mean? Like go get I like go it. get 15 next year, yeah, right? Go like uh, let's bring Josh back and let's let these guys truly make a run both competing against each other for the all-time single season he record. He's an insane athlete. Insane. Size, speed, all of it. And when he puts that game together and he'll continue to grow, he's he's going to be a he's going to be a heck of a player. All right, yeah. one more here uh, and then we'll come back with our keys to victory round table. Uh, Darren in St. Augustine. What's up, Darren? Hey guys, let's get pumped up. I'm fired up. We're going to the dance. Look here. No, we may not be pulling up in a super stretch limousine from San Francisco. It may be a Jaguar with a flat tire, a, a headlight missing, and a couple other broken pieces. But, baby, we're going to the dance. I'm telling you, we're going to the dance. Let's get to the dance. Let's go, baby. Let's do this thing. Go do it all, baby. <laughs> Come on, Darren. I like it. You know, that, that, Hell that yeah, Jaguar with a flat go. tire is getting towed by a Pinto That's right now, but right. I don't care. We still got tickets. That's uh, well, right, man. Not yet, but yeah. we're in line. Let's yeah. let's 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 not get out of line now. Well, that's that's why it's so important. You got you got to start with this game. You need momentum to get to the dance if you even have a chance. Which I don't know if they do or not. But hey, man, anything can happen in the playoffs. But you got to have some momentum going into the playoffs. You got to have the rhythm. You got to have some flow. You know what I mean? You gotta, I, I just like some enthusiasm, solid football, man. man. Come on, you know I hope we get to the postseason and all these. You know, naysayers. And and I get I'm not saying that you don't have reason to be down on your oh, team, yeah. right? Yeah. But yeah. I feel like, you know, the whole, I don't even want to make the postseason. No way. Gonna, I hope 90% of you mentality. change your mind about right. that. Right. And for the ones that will keep quiet that week, and then if the Jags lose, then they'll call back the next week. The, yeah. the hell with you, well, honestly. Listen, I'm not that happy with the team either, to be honest with you. I mean, I, I was – it's been disappointing watching the way they're losing these football games. Again, I think they have enough talent, but you can't play that kind of football and expect to beat anybody. So hopefully they get this thing turned around and they figure it out and they all put in the extra effort that it's going to take to make sure you see the signal, to make sure you know exactly what – you know what, here's the thing, maybe even – know that the signal's coming before it's coming because you've read the defense well enough and you know he's probably going to signal to me. You know what I mean? Right. Like, that's how in tune you got to be when you're on that field. Like, I already know. Like, I, I may not even have to look at him because I see it too. Or maybe I just give him a glance and all he does mm-hmm. is give me an eye raise instead of the signal. But You know what I mean? Like, let's get to that point where you're really humming. And, uh, look, I, I as far as cr- criticism on Trevor, some of it is very valid. There's no doubt about it. He does, look, he sails too many balls for my liking. He misses too many throws for my liking. But he also makes some ridiculous throws. And we, if we could just hone that in, he's going to be a hell of a quarterback. It's too early to determine that one way or the other right now. Um, but, man, I, I hope they all get it together and finish this thing strong. I just, Darren's got me fired. Just win this week. Just you got to win this week. Win this week. Just win this week. Let's Come on. Give them the keys to making sure that happens oh, when we return yes. on a Keys to Victory Friday. Tom McManus, Tony Smith, Dylan Denmark. I'm Mike Dempsey. You're listening to Jaguars today on 1010XL 92.5 FM. Back in with Tom McManus. Brought to you by Renewal by Anderson. A better way to a better window on 1010XL. Hey, guys. Let's get pumped up. I'm fired up. We're going to the dance. Look here. No, we may not be pulling up in a super stretch limousine from San Francisco. It may be a Jaguar with a flat tire, a, a headlight missing, and a couple other broken pieces. But, baby, we're going to the dance. I'm telling you, we're going to the dance. Let's get to the dance. Let's go, baby. Let's do this thing. Go do it all, baby. Yeah, Darren. <laughs> that was 
Ring. A 6'6 quarterback from Clemson University, Trevor Lawrence. I mean, doesn't it you just feel like you got to do the Bulls starting lineup mm-hmm. yeah. here, right? Oh, right. Yeah. You know? Oh, that was great. I didn't even think of that. 6'6 guard from North Carolina. Yeah. <laughs> that right. was awesome, especially when they were winning. I hated them. Did you really? Yeah, I was a Knicks fan, man. Knicks Still fan. am. Yeah. Oh, that was great battles, man. That was man. great battle. Who was the uh, Starks? And John Starks, oh. that left-handed dunk, still yes. plays in my dreams. But <laughs> Him and Jordan used to go <laughs> at lost it. lost series. So. I loved it. It was great. All right, uh, let's get to a quick tour around the National Football League, and then we will give you our keys to victory. Now, Gems Around the NFL. Brought to you by Beaches Jewelry and Pawn in Jack's Beach. Houston quarterback C.J. Stroud has been cleared out of the league's concussion protocol after missing the last two weeks. Minnesota is named Jaron Hall, their starting quarterback this week. Arizona quarterback Kyler Murray missed practice for the second straight day on Thursday due to an illness. Baltimore wide receiver Zay Flowers did not practice on Thursday while dealing with a calf injury. Chicago tight end. Cole Komet has not practiced this week due to a knee injury. Cincinnati wide receiver Jamar Chase limited in practice on Thursday as he continues to work back from a shoulder injury that kept him out last week. Las Vegas running back Josh Jacobs did not practice on Thursday. Miami wide receiver Tyreek Hill and running back Devon Achan were both limited on Thursday. Raheem Mostert and Jalen Waddell missed practice Thursday for the Miami Dolphins. All right, thank you, Tony. Uh, With that, now time for a little Keys to Victory roundtable. Pockets. 10-10 take. Now, Mike Dempsey's 10-10 take. Brought to you by JNM Roofing Jacksonville, your storm restoration specialist. I just want to read this one from Twitter, okay, Mm -hmm. because I really agree with it here. Uh, From Edgewood Dirk at Bold City Books. Uh, Biggest advice I could give would be to play pissed off. This team seems like so many people are collecting a paycheck. The 2017 team played angry, played like they were ready to punch you in the mouth. They had attitude. This team seems so passive. I wouldn't put it in the exact terms, but play like you are – Thrilled at the opportunity that you want to be there, that, oh, my gosh, we're in first place. Like, this means something to us. And and let that seep into your play on the field. It just seems like they're, like, showing up, and let's see what happens today. Yep. Like, right. like, seize the initiative. Be the bully. Whatever. I'm not saying, like, I'm always the guy who says, and Robert Sala said it last night. Like, what do you want me to do, flip the podium? Like, because yeah. Rich Zamini <laughs> said, you don't look particularly mad about like he's like what do you want me you know yeah. I'm not saying like throwing your helmet's gonna help you win the game but come in with an edge with an attitude be bouncing around a little bit right I mean it doesn't have to be I'm not saying get a bunch of uh, over aggressive penalties just play like you want to mm-hmm. be there like you look like you want to be there it's and fire. that this me like this is the last game you're gonna play in your career and lay it out there, man. And I think if they do that, they're the better roster. Tony, what do you got? Yeah, building off that, I said it last week when they were getting ready for that game against Tampa, and I'll say it again this week. Play like a team with your back against the wall because it is. Feed off that energy of December in a playoff hunt in the National Football League. Last week they got steamrolled by a Bucks team who was able to play with that December urgency. The Jaguars could not meet that energy for a moment. Uh, in that football game. Carolina's not going to bring that, right? They don't have that on the other sideline. They have a team that it's like, we got two weeks left to not look like fools anymore, right? They don't want to be made to look foolish. They played with pride the last couple of weeks, so you're going to get whatever their best effort is. 
that's left in these guys you're going to get this week, but it's not quite the same as what Tampa's going to bring. That kind of energy being on the field on Sunday is completely dependent on the Jacksonville Jaguars bringing it and making the Carolina Panthers feel that kind of pressure of a team that's saying, this is a playoff game for us, not for you, for us. We'll see if they can bring that on Sunday. Yeah, I'm going to say know your job, do your job, and punch them in the mouth. Okay, and and – Signal the play. If you're going to change play, at least use a signal. Right? Do your job. I'm kidding. You're a professional football player. <laughs> All right. I'm going to say run the ball. Okay? I want to I say run it effectively, right. but you, against this team, yep. teams have run it on them all season long. Okay? You can't, if it's six carries into the game, ETN's averaging two yards a pop, you can't stop. You got to keep trying against the Carolina Panthers. You got You have to have – some semblance of a running game. Somebody made the point I was reading through. I don't know even what thread it was on, but they're like, hey, against Atlanta, it wasn't great, but they kept with it and they kept them honest a little bit because they stayed with it. They they ground out over 100 yards, but it was on a lot of carries. It may have to be something like that yep. again this week. Um, and so I just a little bit more patience with the running game. I know it's hard to have that when it's not going anywhere. I think they can win the game if they're able to run the ball for about 90 yards on Sunday against the Carolina Panthers. I think they will win the game if they rush for 125. And so that's one of my keys for the game is get the run game going, run for 125 against the Panthers team that's given up 125 an awful lot over the course of the season, and they'll win the game against Carolina. Yeah, absolutely. I'm going to – Go on the defensive side. Their their old line has given up a total of like fifty six sacks. Uh, suffocate this offense, Bryce Young and the Carolina offense. Put the dagger in them early. They're gonna come out yeah. out fired up. Every team does. But when you're two and thirteen and you get daggered early and the winds are out of your sails, it's tough to come yeah, back. He holds the ball forever. Get up early, and how you get up early is suffocating that young man and make him uncomfortable from the get-go. I want to see the interior D-line do something in the pass rush. Any one of you, if you feel like doing something, now's a good time to do it. All right, capitalizing your trips to the other side of the field. The Jags have come up empty on a, a woeful amount of trips across the 50-yard line, whether that's McManus converting his kicks, got to do it, or the Jags finding a way to be more efficient in the red zone. Whatever it is, man, just, you know, take advantage. So many squandered opportunities. Look back to that Baltimore game and what could have been different against the arguably best team, certainly where they're at and record-wise the best team right now in the National Football League, and you had so many chances, and you let them go by. If you just convert 50, 60% of those chances against the Panthers, you'll probably come away with a victory, but – but you got to increase your success rate in the opponent's territory. Of course, that's where you're going to have the most success, but the Jags have struggled um, compared to the rest of the National Football League in putting points on the board when they get across midfield this year. We can talk about turnovers every week and how big a key they are. They keep shooting themselves in the foot. If the Jags can get through the game on Sunday just without committing a turnover, I think if their turnover column says zero committed, I think they beat the Panthers. Yeah. No doubt about it. 
Panthers score about 16 points a game. They give up about 25 a game. That sounds like a good score to me. 25-16? Yeah. <laughs> keep, keep them in their average. You know right. what I mean? They, they are who they are. Just like you are who you are, although you have a chance to change some of that. But they are who they are. They're 2-13. and 13. Uh, They've struggled on offense. Now, hey, they put up 30 against Green Bay. Take that as you wish. I wouldn't take them lightly, obviously, because any team can beat any team on any given Sunday if the one team don't show up. So just make sure that doesn't happen. All right. Um, keys to victory, score one more than they've got, right, uh, at the end of the day. However it comes, man. I mean, we're all yeah. – just win. Just, just win, just baby. win. I, that, at least – the people on this show are in the camp of win. I don't care if it's ugly. Just win. Just get to the postseason, yep. man. Like, let's take them one at a time. I don't. Yep. I'm not going to sit here and go. I don't want to go to the playoffs because I don't think we can beat this team, that team, the other team, and the Whatever. other team four weeks in a row. Well, you don't have to do it. Just right. beat them one at a time. That's right. Show up. Start Sunday. Show the hell up. Yep. But you gotta get the W this week. All right. Yep. Uh, let's welcome in Hacker Nation. Now, the two-minute drill, brought to you by Tire Outlet. Keeping 1010XL talking with wholesale prices and premium service. Tire Outlet, Jacksonville's largest locally owned automotive repair shop. Uh, 5'9 guard from Disney Springs, <laughs> Ryan the Hacker Green. 5'9 right. in my dreams. I, I appreciate that. I was just guessing, I love to be 5'9. What, what are you, 5'5? Uh, I think I'm officially listed as 5'7. I think that's being generous. That's the way we yeah. do it, right? We just uh, we can punch. I right? have you five nine. That's I'm the official right. Jaguars today roster. There you go. Five five nine. Nine. I'll take so, it. Um, hack uh, six five, which is awesome. Well, I, I don't know what camp you're in. I, you know, look, I, I saw you tweet about Cleveland yesterday, and this is probably what the Jags have to look forward to. But bring it, man. I mean, we lost by four points in Cleveland. Yeah. I, yeah. You know, I I I just don't like. I get. The, oh, woe is me. We're not going to do anything if we get there. But I don't get the, I don't want to get there because we don't look like we're going to do anything. Yeah, no, that, and that wasn't my intent. I didn't say that you you right. said that at all. I, you know, I'm just saying there is some of that out there, yeah. right? No, no, there is. There, I mean, people were mad. You lost four in a row. It was horrific last week against Tampa. A lot of emotions. Fans had a certain idea about where this team was going. And I idea has been kind of crushed in the last month. And you're hoping to get it back on track. And, Maybe one win can do that. Certainly a couple of wins you would think would rebuild that momentum. But right now it does appear like it's going to be Cleveland. Cleveland's not even out of their own division race yet. Right. They could be the number one seed in the AFC. Yeah. If Miami beats right. Baltimore, they don't play head-to-head, though, right? They they play. No, Baltimore finishes home Miami, home Pittsburgh. Pittsburgh and then Cleveland has Cincinnati next week. Yeah. So Baltimore, if Baltimore loses to yeah. Miami, it sets up at least. A possibility a of Cleveland being the number one seed. <laughs> and I'm getting way ahead of the story here, Great but story. just kind of talking out loud. If Jacksonville gets in and they're the four, right now the way it stacks up would be Baltimore's the one, Miami's the two, Kansas City's the three, Jacksonville would be the four. If Jacksonville finds a way to win wild card weekend, and if Buffalo were to say go in and knock off Kansas City in the wild card round, Buffalo's the lowest remaining seed. They would have to go to Baltimore. Jacksonville would have to go to Miami. And it's it's interesting the way things could play out a lot if of, you get it. Right, a lot yeah, of different right. permutations. Then again, maybe Miami, uh, you know, beats Baltimore. Who knows what, right. what's going to happen. It seems like a big game for Miami on Sunday. They haven't big won game. a big game outside right. of Miami this year. Outside yeah. of Miami, right. But, yeah. I mean, beating Dallas they was, beat up was Dallas, yeah. pretty good. I mean, yeah. d- look at Dallas. Yeah. Speaking of Dallas, Dallas 
yeah. at home is world beaters. Yeah, the Miami right? story wasn't really home away. It was they don't beat anybody that wins. Right, they, right. 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 Like the Dallas win is a big win for Miami because yeah, that's a good team. Yeah. yeah. yeah so, totally. hey, I don't care. Panthers stink. Right now the Jags have down. played like a team that stinks. Yep. Let's be less stinky. On Sunday. Just win, man. What are you guys talking about today? Yeah, obviously, it's going to be a lot of Jaguars and Panthers. And we're going to get into some college football. I mean, the season's coming to an end soon. Obviously, the playoff is on Monday. Last year, we have to deal with this nonsense where the season ends. Then you have to wait 30 days before the playoff begins because next year, the playoff will begin in mid-December. So, it's really the end of an era in college football coming up this weekend. All right. uh, Any um, Rutgers media coming on today? Rutgers uh, after <laughs> with the for the Rutgers Miami game. Yeah. Uh, I, th- I just thought we might want to celebrate the Canes. My dad went down. to Rutgers. No. Way uh, to go, no. Knights! No. All right, I'm that's not your nickname. I-, I didn't even go to a bowl game, so I can't say anything. I understand. <laughs> well, I'm celebrating that too. Uh, Hack, have a good show. Right, have man. a good weekend. There you go. Later, Hack. The- yeah, man. Five foot nine and a half. Right, he'll take it. <laughs> Ryan Green. All That's right. Awesome. Uh, Hacker and Rick Blue coming your way for the next several yeah. hours. Uh, all right, time to give our score. I'm gonna go like. 25-16. No, I'm kidding. Uh, <laughs> I'm, I'm going 17-14 Jags. Okay. Okay, Tony? 23-13 Jags. 23-13. Tommy Mack. I'm going 33-13. I think they're going to find 30 points somehow. Brother, I hope you, you are know, right. They, they somehow do it, have done it in the past. I'm so relishing the, the Bethard needs to be the starter debate. Oh, yeah, <laughs> Especially if he happens, hangs whatever. 33 this week. Whatever. You know? Yeah, whatever. We're going to find out. Just win. Just win. Just win. I, I will not tolerate it well, but I'll probably at least tolerate it because I'll be in a good mood on a victory Tuesday. I mean, by the way. winning makes everybody happier. It just does. So win. All right. Get it um, done. Happy New Year. Happy New Year. Yeah. Last yeah, Friday. Last the, uh, be safe out there, everybody. Last show. Yeah. Be smart, man. Don't be. Don't be dumb. Yes. Be smart. Don't don't go 125 like they were passing me on Christmas Eve. Ooh. When I'm coming home from the game this week. Ooh. Thankfully, it's not a four o'clock. <laughs> that kick. wasn't me. Uh, so a couple of them like, wow, where's an officer of the yeah. law when oh. you need one? Or man. when someone bit, goes through a red light right in front of you, you're like, drive me crazy. <laughs> drive me crazy. All right. That'll all right. do it for us. Happy New Year to all Happy of you out there. Thanks for uh, the, uh, the great year. The, yeah. Great year. The, the you great know, year. whether you agree with us, disagree with us, we appreciate the support. Yeah. The fact that you listen, we mostly appreciate the fact that you mostly have great passion for Jaguar football yeah. and, uh, there you go. Let's hope 2024 brings nothing but a bunch of More victories. Mostly. Let's close 2023 with one final win oh, so, mm-hmm. on that'd Sunday. Be nice. And uh, we will have Monday off, so hopefully we'll be celebrating Victory Tuesday on a Check the Tape Tuesday yeah, edition. Right. For Dylan Denmark, Tony Smith, Tom McManus, I'm Mike Dempsey. Have a great weekend, everybody. We'll talk to you on Sunday from the stadium, final home game of the regular season. Hope you enjoy. Uh, coming up next, Hacker and Rick Blue on 1010XL 92.5 FM.